Welcome to Flow Life. I am Juan and my wife Maria. Where we pick a topic, or a word, and we go with the flow. Led by God and the Holy Spirit to bring you life. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. Blessings, everyone. Thank you, um, everybody, for um listening to our podcast. It's been a little bit, but we're back. Yep, so um, today we're going to cover a little bit, we're going to make it short and sweet, cover a little bit about the calling of Samuel. Yes, and this is the one that we've been studying, sitting on it for a long time. Yeah, for a little bit. For a little bit. Actually, I did did a preaching to the youth about it one time. Oh yeah, you did. It was like yeah. a small campfire or something, but we kind of been sitting on this one and thinking about what, you know, because there's many ways that this Bible story can be interpreted. Um, so we will start with reading first of Samuel, um, chapter three, where the Lord calls Samuel and I may read verse by word verse, or just read straight through one through 10. What do you think? Whatever the Holy Spirit let you. Leave. Um, now the boy Samuel was, we're reading first of Samuel three, verse one. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. That's verse one. At that time, Eli, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel, and he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you call me. But he said, I did not call you. Lie down again. So he went and lay down. And the Lord called again Samuel, and Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down. And if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for the servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood calling as other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant hears. So long verse, long verse, very interesting. Everybody know the, um, hopefully everybody, our listeners know, just a little bit story about Eli, because it talks about Eli here. And uh, you want me to start? So when I read the the book of Eli and I study the book of Eli, Eli, you just got to remember that Eli had kids. He had two kids who were corrupt. You know, and this is the way I look at it. You might look at it a bit different. Um, every time we do a podcast, we read something. I say it's something different than what it means to me and what it means to Maria or to one of our guests. But every time I I read this um, Bible verse. It reminds me that Eli had two kids. And remember, the Bible says that they were corrupt. Those two kids were corrupt. They were eating the offerings. They were sleeping with the women. They were not doing what they're supposed to be doing or what Eli trained them to do. Because remember, Eli was a high priest. He was a pastor. He was a pastor. And it's like God gave him another opportunity to raise another kid, which it was Samuel. And every time I think about this, I'll be like, man, Eli, and, and, and this reminds me of, of leaders out there in church 
who have flocks under them and don't teach them the right way. Mm-hmm. So this is how I look at it. So we teach our flocks how to pick offerings. We teach our flocks how to, you know, praise the Lord. We teach our flocks when to pray, when to minister, when to do Christian stuff. Mm-hmm. But we never teach them how to hear the voice of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And this is very interesting. This is why when God calls Samuel, if you look at the Bible, if you read the, the, the verse real good, it says Samuel was laying on the, next to the presence of the Lord. So how can you be next to the presence of the Lord and do not understand him or do not, what's the word I'm looking for? Do not, do not recognize his voice. This is why Eli, You're talking so about Samuel, Samuel. this is why Samuel went back to Eli and said, did you call me? Mm-hmm. In other words, is there something you want me to do? Mm-hmm. He did it three times. Mm-hmm. Finally, Eli understand. So it was like Eli didn't even recognize himself God's voice. Dude, it was it's, it's interesting to me how the Bible says that his eyes have begun grow has has begun to grow so dim that he could not see. So we could see this being both spiritually and physically, yes. uh, because at Eli's age, he was an ineffective leader. Yes, yes. For Israel, he wasn't he wasn't effective as a leader because he was spiritually blind. So he didn't even recognize God's voice. So there was a time in his life where he, the, mm-hmm. like exactly you said, the time in his life his vision was gone. No, let's his, just say his hearing was gone. Couldn't recognize God's voice. I could, I could see this like him being physically and spiritually blind, but still spiritually recognizing God's voice. I so see. you'll see how we can be. We can be both. We can still be. We can be physically connected to the Lord and hear his voice, but we can still be spiritually blind. Yes, 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 that's right. And not see where God has taken us. Mm-hmm. But it's important to be both. Yes. And I look at this because, you know, Eli was a, a priest or, or a pastor mm-hmm. or, at that time, and he had flocks. This is very important to teach our flocks, to teach the voice of the Lord mm-hmm. when God's speaking. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people out there who get a prophecy if they don't know if it's real. They don't. They can't tell if it's real or fake. Why? Because they don't recognize God's voice. Mm-hmm. They don't know when exactly God is talking. But in one of the beginning verses, it says here that it was it very in the very beginning where it says, "Um, what verse was it where it says God's voice was very rare?" Yes. So God didn't speak to everyone. It was very rare, and and although the Bible doesn't say how old Samuel was, everyone believes him to be about twelve years old, yeah, right? Yeah, about young. So he was a servant at that age. At the age of twelve years old, Samuel was a servant, but he still did not know God. Mm-hmm. Do you see how it was? It was somehow him. He was connected somehow, some in some way with Eli because although Samuel was a servant, Eli was. An ineffective servant, mm-hmm. but Samuel did not know God, and Eli did. Eli did, and did not teach. But him he that. didn't see him. Yeah, and did not teach him that. He probably he, Eli probably teach him how to do sacrifices because mm-hmm. that's what they do. They used to do back in the days. How to wear the mantle because that's what they mm-hmm. used to do back in the days. Mm-hmm. 
how to go to church because that's how go pray three times a day because that's what they used to do. Mm-hmm. But they not teach him, mm-hmm. or they not teach him how to recognize God's voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was it's very interesting, mm-hmm. and it shows the obedience to um of Samuel, right? Because when he heard that voice, he ran straight to Eli because he knew Eli was blind. So he might have needed help. So it showed his obedience at that age to run to Eli, which is a good thing at that age. They say, and if you notice, the verse says that the lamp of God still haven't gone dim. Mm-hmm. So that means God was still working with that family. Mm-hmm. God was still wanted to do something special there. Mm-hmm. This is, and it's very interesting because where where um, Samuel used to sleep, it was the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. How can you be in the presence of the yeah. Lord and don't recognize Okay, him? but this is the thing. So Samuel did not yet know the Lord, right? He was 12 years old. He was a faithful servant, and he was serving at the tabernacle, and he was, and he was serving Eli, right? Because he, that's, what, that's what he was there for. His mother gave him to, the, to, to serve the Lord because she said, if I have this child, I want, he's going to serve you. I'm going to give him to serve you, right? So he was obedient, Yet he did not still give his heart to the Lord. So a lot of times we can be in church. We can serve God. We can be serving in all areas, but our heart still is not with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because you're serving man. Yep. So that's what Samuel was doing. That's what Samuel was doing. Man was serving Eli. But yet he still did not know the Lord. So that means... And that's that's just not just for you serving the Lord. That's also saying like, okay, we're Christians, right? And let's just say we had children, and our children were born in Christ, and our children has always served the Lord, but they also have to make that decision to give their hearts to God. Mm-hmm. They can't just we can't just say, oh, they served the Lord all these years because we've raised them in the church. They they're already they already have their hearts to God. We can't assume that our own children have to make that decision to give their hearts to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And this is what Samuel needed to learn. Yes, that's why, and, and that's what's happening now. There's a bunch of kids who go to church. Mm-hmm. They think they're Christian, mm-hmm. but they haven't. They are next to the presence of the Lord, mm-hmm. but they haven't given their hearts to Jesus. Mm-hmm. They have to make that decision. Us as parents, we can't force them. Mm-hmm. We can't say, you got to accept Jesus Christ because they're going to do it out of fear. Mm-hmm. They have to do it out of love. Mm-hmm. They have to learn that there is a God who died on the cross for us, resurrected, mm-hmm. and he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. That we have to all be converted by the Holy Spirit. And only the Holy Spirit can do that. And that's where this voice is coming. That's when the voice of the Lord That's comes. where the voice is coming. It's the Holy Spirit. The one that converts us, the one who convicts us and say, hey, I'm calling you mm-hmm. like it's time to get right. Right. And there's a there's a couple of points here. I don't know. You have something else? Yeah. I wanted to say that um, after Eli recognized it, that God was calling mm-hmm. Samuel, this is what's very important that us as parents, we have to pay attention to our kids mm-hmm. because sooner or later. God is going to call our kids mm-hmm. and they might not recognize it, mm-hmm. but we're there as leaders. We're there as, as them mm-hmm. and saying, you know what? God is calling you. Go and ask him, mm-hmm. go and pray, go and talk to him. Cause it's simple as that. What Eli was saying was saying, go and make yourself available. Yes. Go and lay down and go make yourself available. Number one. Number two, don't be presumptuous about God speaking. 
If he calls you, he's calling you. And respond to the word of God. Say, speak, Lord. Surrender. That's it. Mm-hmm. Humble yourself before God and his word because your servant hears. Mm-hmm. It's a surrender. Yeah. That's why he likes to That's why he likes to say, go mm-hmm. and surrender. Surrender to him. And they, it's, I don't know why that makes it so difficult for people to surrender to him. It's not like, it, it, I think it's the, 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 the times that we live in. Mm-hmm. Because we've been watching The Chosen. You know, we love that show. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, how he picked up the disciple, mm-hmm. he just went to the disciple and said, hey, you, follow me. The guy's like, oh, okay, I'll follow you. Mm-hmm. He went to them, hey, you, follow me. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you tell the kids or you tell um, young people or you tell even older people, hey, God was calling you. Follow him. No, I have to see. Mm-hmm. Or I have to be, God has to touch me. It's important to have Not that relationship like that. with God. Because when you have that relationship with God, you know his voice. You know who to listen to. And here's, here I have something that says, we must hear from God. The preacher may speak. Our parents may speak, your parents may speak, friends may speak, teachers may speak, the radio, the television, the podcasters may speak, and that's all good, but their voices mean nothing for eternity. The only voice that matters is the one that God speaks, and you're only going to hear that through a relationship with God, and that's through prayer. Yeah, that's through prayer, and that's having an intimacy with Mm -hmm. with the Lord, talking to Him. You don't have to go to... To, uh, and it's good, you know, once in a while, go to mm-hmm. your pastor to where they could pray for you. Go to your parents so yeah, they could pray I for mean, you. I, I but you have Christian, access yeah. Yeah, yeah. yourself to go to Jesus yeah. and talk to him. Just like the book, this book of Samuel, just like Samuel and Eli, I believe every Christian needs to have a mentor. We all need a mentor. Yes, we all need somebody yes. that we can go to and we can talk to about anything. And that person is going to tell us not what we want to hear, but what God wants to tell us, you know, even if it's the truth and it makes us mad. But we all, and just like here, Samuel, Eli was his mentor, mm-hmm. right? And that's who he went to when he heard that first voice, the second voice, and that third voice. That's who he was going to, like, hey, you know, you're talking to me? But Samuel had to learn that it was God. Yes. What do you think about, I always think about, you know, God called them three times. Mm-hmm. I got something about them. Three times. Was it three times or four times? I think it was three. I always say four You always times. say four, but I always think it's three. I always think it's three. Because the first one was, and I look at it this way, you know, the first call was called for salvation for me. You know, God is calling you for salvation. The second call is closer. Come closer to me. Oh, listen, listen, look at verse eight. And the verse, third one, uh-huh. and the third one is come and talk to me. Uh-huh. That's how it is. Verse 8 says, And I the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. So there hasn't been a fourth time. Yeah. The because fourth time he listened. The fourth time he listened. So he called them four times. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The fourth time he did listen. Mm-hmm. So let's not wait till God calls us four times to listen. Why does it make it so difficult for us to listen? To, do, to listen to him. Well, remember, Samuel did not know the Lord. Yeah. He served him, but he didn't know him. So it's possible for you to be in church. It's, I mean, we're talking about, about a 12-year-old boy, but we can talk about somebody who's been in ministry for 12 years. Yeah. And just serving the Lord, but not know him. Mm-hmm. Because all they did was serve the Lord. That's why I believe that it's, there's, a, there's a season for everything, right? 
the Bible says there's a season there's a season to cry, there's a season of you know, laugh. to laugh, there's a season for everything, but there's also a season for refreshment. Mm-hmm. And there's time where us as Christians, we have to take a step back and, you know, just give ourselves to the Lord and take that time with the Lord and stay connected because working, 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 working can be very overwhelming. Yes. And sometimes we can forget who the Lord is. We can we can lose that connection with the Lord. So it is important to have that time of refreshment as well. Mm-hmm. Have and that season of refreshment. Mm-hmm. And you could tell when, when preachers come over to preach or you hear mm-hmm. them on TV or on YouTube, you could tell that, like, okay, this they are programmed to say those things. But there's not a new refreshment, a new anointment mm-hmm. coming out. Why? Because they preach, they preach, they preach, they preach, and mm-hmm. they forget mm-hmm. themselves with the Lord. Mm-hmm. They have to spend time with the Lord. And you could see that. You could see that in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Eli's um, story and Samuel's story, it's really Samuel's story. It's a beautiful story. Like, you could get so much out of it. Yeah. I think that the most important thing here is a message of connection, right? Mm-hmm. It's a message for you to stay connected to the Lord. Stay connected to the voice of the Holy Spirit. To, you know, to kind of like, whether, like the Bible says, you know, take care of your salvation with fear and trembling. The only way you're going to do that is through prayer. And through knowing God, like really knowing God, not just serving him. Yeah, not just listening to what people mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a lot of um, um, religion out there. That all they do is listen to what the priest says. Mm-hmm. Instead of them themselves looking for the Lord. Mm-hmm. So this this message is like you said, this message is saying, you know, come to me. That I am calling you. I'm calling you. And these times, you know, this we're, we're I know that we've heard this, and I probably say this through a lot of the podcasts, but... We've heard this is our whole lives, you know. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. But there's no truer time. Yeah. There's no truer time. I mean, we're seeing these days Rumors. coming. Yeah. We're saying these days come to mm-hmm. to closer, you know, to the coming of Christ. Yeah. And you know, it's this story is saying, "Hey, this is not games. I'm not going to be calling you two or three times." It's time for you to be connected. It's time for you to be connected now. If you have children that have been serving the Lord since they've been born, it's time for them to make that decision to serve, to really know who, who God is. And for adults that have also been distracted or, you know, just playing ministry or doing whatever, you know, playing games, it's not time for that. It's mm-hmm. time to literally just, you know, get right. Get yeah. right or get left. Yeah. Yeah, and in first of some was very interesting. We keep reading the the whole verse. You know, happens what it happens, but he did serve the Lord. He did. He did love the Lord. Yeah, you know, and it's very beautiful. And and like Maria says, you know, these times are. And his story continues. He has oh, a great yeah. story. Yeah, he has. Samuel a great has story. a great story. Yeah, great story. I wish I have a lot of respect for Samuel. Yeah, the Bible says he's anointed. Eli anointed. had a terrible ending at yeah. the end, but you know. I don't that's know, but they say, yeah, that's, that's a whole, whole different, different story. story. But they say Eli was a fat man. <laughs> they used to say that he's a fat man and he died sitting down. But, you know, he kind of just let his kids do what they wanted, they wanted you know, yes. and and that's a whole different preaching. Yeah, we, can, we can do a whole different podcast on the yes, life of Eli yes, and, yes. And, and his children. But right now we were just focusing on, on Samuel and, and Samuel. him 
not knowing the Lord. Yes. Serving the Lord 12 years because his mom said, when I give birth to this child, this child's going to serve you. So this kid served him for 12 years and still did not know God. Can you believe that? Can you be 12 years serving the Lord and you do not know who he is? Yeah, I mean, I that see hurt. it. That hurts. Like, Yeah, but you can, you can see that. Yeah. You, you can see that. Like, I can say for myself, you know, I was, I was raised. I was like this, like Samuel. I was raised in the church, and we were raised straight Pentecostal, and all we learned was religion. And I would say I was probably about 12 years old when, when my parents, I don't know what happened, all of a sudden stopped going to church but, or serving the Lord. But I didn't know God. Not I like we know him now. Not like we know him now, but when I was a kid, you know, all we did was serve, but I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him. I didn't experience that relationship with the Lord until I decided to make that decision, until I decided to listen to that voice myself. Not preachers, not parents, not teachers, not Bible school, myself, when I made that decision. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's a decision. It's a mindset. And it's a decision that one has to make. To, to to truly know the Lord. Yes, it's nobody is going to push you to it. Right. Nobody's going to push you to it. Some people could say, I'm going to preach and I'm going to preach, I'm going to preach into it, I'm going to preach into it. Yeah, you, you, you planted the seed there. Yeah. But eventually that person has to say, I surrender. That person has to make it grow. Just like Samuel right. said. He went and laid down next to the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. and said, speak for your servants listening. Mm-hmm. In other words, I surrender. Mm-hmm. I surrender. He humbled himself. He's yeah. humbled himself. And what you were saying about, you know, there's not time to play games. If you look at it, these, these days are going fast. Mm-hmm. These days are going super fast. Like we're already three months into the whole year already. Mm-hmm. Time has changed already. Like everything's going so fast. That's because God is coming. Mm-hmm. It is. God is coming. And he is calling you like he's calling Samuel. Mm-hmm. Come to me. That's all we can say. He gives cha- he's, a, he, he's a man of chances. That's mm-hmm. for sure. That is a man of chances, and he's not going to, he don't force anybody. He's a total gentleman. He's not going to force anybody. He's just, he calls with love. Yep. And and the other day I was telling you that his mercy, mm-hmm. it's, his mercy is what? New every morning. Mm-hmm. And when the morning starts? The morning starts at 12 o'clock at, at midnight. night. At midnight. At the darkest hour. Yep. So the mercy is already there at midnight at your darkest hour. So it doesn't matter what you have done. God could forgive you. Mm-hmm. His mercy is new every day. Mm-hmm. All you have to say is, here I am, Lord. Mm-hmm. I surrender. Make that decision. Make that decision. Well, Amen. guys, yep. I hope that was it for First Samuel 3. We hope not to be too far away from you guys. Too long. For too long. Sometimes we, we sit and uh, we debate on what we're going to. Believe it or not, we argue about what we're going to bring. Yes, yes, we <laughs> do. Because we can never agree on it. But once we, once I'm like, oh, let's just do it, it just, you know. It just happens, yes. Yeah. And we don't um, edit nothing. All the mistakes yeah. are there. That's just it. Just so y'all can see that we're normal. We do mistakes. We'll fix it later. Yeah. It's, we just give God the glory. Amen. Amen. God bless, guys. Thanks Thank for listening. You.